0: All right. Thank you so much for tuning back into our podcast, which we now have the official title for. We are the real couple. Um, so, uh, want to just jump right into it? Yeah. All right. Uh, so today, um, well, last uh, last episode we posted, we did uh, the Black Widow, um, and. A lot of our uh, audience, or potential audience, I guess, um, at, at the time that we posted, they were like, oh, well, I really want to listen, but I can't because I haven't yet seen Black Widow. To which we both said, you filthy peasants, get off your ass and go to the movies. Um,
1: it's what Dallas said, it's not what Paige said. Oh,
0: isn't it? Did you not call them filthy peasants? No. Really? I've been calling them nothing but filthy peasants this whole time. I think they're just dirty, dirty... Disgusting people. Uh, Anyways, um, so yes, uh, definitely, definitely go see Black Widow. But we heard your criticisms that you had not yet seen the movie, so we decided this time let's go see a movie that no one will dare not have seen yet, which is why we went to see The New Space Jam. Um, One of the greatest movies I've ever seen, for sure. Do you agree? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Okay, good. Okay, good. Um, Yeah, so um, initial reactions. What are your initial reactions?
1: You know, it was pretty much exactly what I was expecting it to be from a uh, new Space Jam movie. Is that exactly
0: Um, what you were expecting?
1: You know, I didn't have high hopes for it going in. Okay. I'd heard some reviews that it was just terrible and... Um, didn't go in with very high expectations, especially, uh, considering that it's starring LeBron James, who has talent on the basketball court, but I doubted his talent on camera. Uh, so yeah, it was silly and the acting was terrible and it was exactly what I expected.
0: Yeah. So, um, I was actually fairly different from you. Um, so I... Uh, I'd seen a movie called Trainwreck, uh, starring starring, uh, Amy Schumer and Bill Hader, Um, but Bill Hader plays, like, a sports uh, medicine man? No, like, he he works with athletes, and, um, you know, when they get injured, he's the one that's like, oh, you tore your ACL or whatever. But he works really closely with LeBron James. So LeBron James is in it playing LeBron James. Similar to this movie. And he's hilarious. It's a comedy. But most of the times that I laughed the hardest in that movie. Was due to LeBron James the basketball player. Just delivering lines perfectly. So I was actually going in with with high hopes for him. Um, And I feel like in this day and age there are times where movies can make sequels that are very nice and like self-aware and um so yeah i I was hoping that uh they'd just know how to uh make a make a story that that works for everyone um i thought like the lego movie going in i was like this is a crazy idea how are they going to pull this off and the lego movie is so good i've seen lego movie batman uh lego movie and uh lego movie 2 all three of those i think are perfect and i thought space jam 2 Was going to be able to sort of... Tap into... That. And I was wrong. This movie sucks. Dick. (laughs) Now... With that said... I have already checked off... That we're explicit on... Apple Podcasts. I can say way worse than Dick. Um, But... With that said... um, Compared to the... Original... um, I... Don't have the highest... Recollection... Of the original movie... But the original movie, from what I do remember, is so much worse than this. <laughs> like, it's really, really bad. However, I almost... I I, I want to say that I disliked this one more because I expect more from writers these days. If that makes sense. You set uh,
1: your expectations way too high for this movie going on. Right? I,
0: I guess I did, yeah. Um, so... Want to get into it? Want to uh, put up the spoiler warning?
1: Yes. All right. Uh, Spoiler
0: warning is now in effect. Want to start us out? What's this movie about? What happens? So,
1: uh, the synopsis from IMDb says, A rogue artificial intelligence kidnaps the son of famed basketball player LeBron James, who then has to work with Bugs Bunny to win a basketball game.
0: Yeah, I, yes. You know, that's
1: a (sighs) one-sentence synopsis, and it pretty much covers it.
0: (laughs) Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. um. (laughs) The way I remember it, um, we start off with uh, young LeBron James. Um, He's going to play some, some basketball back in middle school or something, and a friend of his is like, hey here's my old uh, Nintendo Game Boy that I no longer need because now I have a better Game Boy. And he plays it for all of 30 seconds before someone's like, hey, if you want to be the greatest basketball player the world's ever seen, never touch video games again. And as a fresh-faced 12-year-old, he goes, I'm going to make that my mantra for the rest of the eternity, is video games are evil and basketball is everything to me.
1: Yep. And Um, then it pretty much quickly goes through his career...
0: Oh, so quickly. During
1: the, that's basically (laughs) the opening credits is LeBron and his basketball career and how he ended up in this giant mansion in LA with a basketball court in his backyard where he starts to teach his boys.
0: Yeah, which uh, for me, during that uh, opening credits montage thing, um, as someone who has never given a rat's booty. I'll say um, about sports. um, I I was watching all of the like all these achievements that he's had, and then it's like, oh, he plays for the Heat, Cavaliers, the Cavaliers, and then the Heat, and then, and then, the, then, heat. Cavaliers. And then the Cavaliers, and then the Lakers, and then the Lakers. Yeah, like I like I was gonna say. Welcome um, to
1: life with my non sports knowing husband. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. So it's it's like going through all of these, and I'm taking it as like, oh, did that happen? How oh, did that happen? Oh, that's interesting. Oh, okay. Cool. But, like, at the end of the day, this all just means, like, at one point, he wore a purple shirt while he was throwing balls around, and then he wore a yellow shirt while throwing balls around, and then the shirt turned blue. And I was like, okay, cool. And I can tell... And
1: this is where we lose half of our audience. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. If If you're a huge sports fanatic, and you're listening to The Real Couple... You're listening to the wrong podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, this isn't for you. Um, now, if you're into D&D and video games and movies, and you're listening to The Real Couple, welcome, friendo. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, um, I was just watching this like, oh, I didn't know that. Uh, apparently he played for several teams. But I could tell people who are big sports fanatics have been following his career since day one. I'm sure they were watching the opening credits of, To Space Jam the next generation or a new generation, whatever it's called. And, like, every time his jersey changed, they were like, I cried that day. That was the worst day of my life. No, but then he came back, and then that was the best day of my life. No, the Lakers. To this day, I'm angry about the Lakers. Like, yeah. And so that probably meant things to some people. It meant nothing to me. Nothing at all. Um, but, like, they did, like, these neon jersey shirts outlines during that whole thing, and it looked nothing like the the animation of the rest of the movie. Like, it really seemed like they went to a third-party company and went, could you animate the opening credits for our movie? And they were like, sure, what do you want us to make it look like? And they were like, we don't care.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, and then they dive into, like, his relationship with his boys and how the older boy is, like, this basketball prodigy and the younger boy is a disappointment because he likes video games and like everything out of LeBron's mouth you could tell was meant to be some sort of like inspirational (laughs) here's your new life motto and motivation to do better at things and the delivery on every line was terrible. LeBron was just he was so stiff. He was scripted. He was awkward. Oof.
0: Yeah, and it when was, he first enters the court... It was rough. When he first enters the court in that scene, like, um, his son, like, goes to try and make a shot. I was going to say layup, and I'm sure people who have seen the movie would have been like, you thought that was the layup? How dare you? Um, But, yeah, so he, he tries to make a shot, and he misses... And LeBron is suddenly right behind him like, what was that? And he's like, oh, hey, Dad. And he's like, no, I asked you a question. What was that? And I was like, what sort of father is <laughs> this?
1: What is he's he doing? He's so rough on his, like, like 12-year-old. Yeah.
0: Like, <laughs> I thought it, it wouldn't have freaked me out too much more if he just appeared on the court with a gun. Like, try that again.
1: <laughs> I did enjoy... The whole, whenever they say ball, the machine launches a ball. And the younger brother always being able to smack the older brother in the face with a ball. I did enjoy that. I thought it was funny.
0: It was funny. It was also kind of bizarre. Because, like, they they show this house and it's probably where LeBron really lives. It's a horrifically nice mansion. He, I mean, LeBron, he's LeBron James. He has to have a disgusting amount of money. And so, yeah, like, his house, he's he's like if Tony Stark made his riches from a sport instead of weapons manufacturing. And so that whole, like, ball, and the machine tosses you a ball, I was kind of thinking he was going to have, like, a Jarvis <laughs> running his home, and he would just be like, hey, Mountain Dew. And it would be like, Yeah, right away, dog. And it would just, like, toss him a mountain, too, from out of the refrigerator (laughs) or something. Like, it was so, like, my house is cutting edge, but also (laughs) basketball-themed.
1: So, after that whole thing, and, you know, LeBron telling his son that he has to go to basketball camp and things like this. Then we, uh, meet the artificial intelligence, um...
0: Mr. Uh,
1: Al G. Rhythm.
0: Al G. Rhythm.
1: uh, Played by none other than Don Cheadle, who I love Don Cheadle, especially Mm -hmm. in the Avengers films, and I, until today, thought that Don Cheadle could do no wrong. Yeah, I mean, But somehow, the script and the directing of Space Jam made even Don Cheadle look bad.
0: Yeah, I've loved him in the Oceans movies. I've loved him yeah. in the uh, Marvel Universe. Um, I've never seen Hotel Rwanda, but it was up for Oscars, so there's no way he sucked in it. Um, but, uh, yeah, D- Don Cheadle... Um, is good with comedy he's great with drama he's you know done his time in action he's done so many things and in this movie when we first meet him he's like in the internet like moving images around like um like that scene from minority report where uh uh tom cruise is trying to like get through the crime and figure out what happened and then the next time we see him He's playing a very um, Mr. DNA from Jurassic Park slash Miss Minutes from Loki. Like, just this, like, hey, I'm an animated AI who's gonna explain the story to you," sort of character. Um, and then, like, they start being like, these ideas are garbage. And then it, like, cuts to Don Cheadle in the computer just losing his mind. But the only other character in that scene with him is a cgi little like
1: robot thing yeah and so like i don't even know how to describe what that character yeah he was just
0: such a little amoeba thing (laughs) um and so he keeps like getting really angry he's like they're calling my ideas stupid can you believe this and he's just turning to like yell at the air which like now talking to either things that aren't there or people who are there but are in full green unitards is nothing new for the space jam series <laughs> um some of the behind the scenes footage of the original space jam are nightmare inducing stuff um so yeah uh and um before this happens we find out the kid is working on a video game and at that point is when i found out that the script writers have never touched video games before in their entire pathetic lives. Because <laughs> he's like, yeah, I'm building a video game. And LeBron is like, oh, really? Like, what's it about? And he's like, oh, you know, you play basketball. Just like in the real world. It's one player versus one player. <laughs> oh, okay. And then LeBron is like, wait a minute, who's that one guy on the court? And the kid is like, can't, can't you tell it's... It's an exact replica of me. And I was like, yeah, that's exactly how video games are. Everyone who's ever made a video game puts themselves in as the main character. That's, yeah.
1: I mean, it is called Dom Ball. He calls it
0: Dom Ball. Like, which, you know, Super Mario <laughs> World, as we all know, is created by a man named Mario. The Legend of Zelda series is made by a woman named Zelda and her boyfriend Link. Um, the Kirby games are all created by a man named Kirby, who um, I actually saw... A picture of him and he's just a big pink ball and it's <laughs> <laughs>
1: like... um can we also talk about how hilarious it is that the kid is named dom and the movie ends up being all about family and the importance of always sticking together and supporting Nothing's your dreams stronger
0: than family says dom um,
1: <laughs> i was dying for those of you who have not watched the fast and the furious movies you won't get the reference but if you're a fan of that franchise you will be dying of laughter. Yeah. Just because this kid is named Dom. Yeah.
0: Um. So, uh, so I mentioned that in the scene where the kid starts showing LeBron James the video game he's building is when I found out the script writers never touched a video game. Then they start showing like Don Cheadle working with the internet and like sending emails to people, and I was like, oh. The scriptwriter has also never touched the internet, apparently. Never
1: received an email. He's
0: never, yeah, he doesn't know how emails work. He doesn't know how the internet works.
1: He doesn't know how jobs work because the lady was just sitting with her feet up on the desk waiting for an (laughs) email. He's never held a job in in his life.
0: (laughs) Um, And then, um, what was the other thing? Uh, Oh, oh, another huge. Part Okay, not huge. It's a minute part of this film that I was like, are we not going to touch on this? Because that is like horror movie level. Um For some reason, the Warner Brothers Studios hard drive thing has direct access to your cell phone right now.
1: Right? Isn't that weird? <laughs> like, what? Like, Warner, Warner Brothers, Brothers has, has access to the traffic
0: cameras and the internet. Like, they can watch everything. <laughs> and, like, Al G. is like, yeah, I'm in charge of it all. And everyone that he tells that to is like,
1: Oh, oh okay. Me. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, that's how algorithms work, too. <laughs> that's how
0: <laughs> algorithms work. Which, okay, if my brother-in-law Bennett is listening right now, uh, yeah, he has had a long time hatred of the term algorithm and he pointed this out to me years ago in every NCIS CSI all of those crime shows it's always like how are we going to catch this murderer if all we have is one eyelash and a drop of his blood and they're like I wrote an algorithm he's in Kentucky and they're like thanks for writing an algorithm
1: (laughs) I think that's the term people use to just explain things that they don't want to actually explain. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's exactly what happens. Then, you know, LeBron says this idea is stupid, and then his son freaks out and leaves, and somehow gets in an elevator, and Mr. G Rhythm somehow controls the elevator to go (laughs) To the correct floor to trap them into the cyber space thing, whatever it's called. What is it called? Why can't I remember?
0: The uh, it's the the like Warnerverse three thousand or something. Yeah, that. Yeah. So, so much brain power went into naming that room. <laughs> like,
1: so yeah, the sun gets oh. sucked in first, and then LeBron gets sucked in, and.
0: Before they get sucked in, there's a moment where, like, they're walking through this room of just like monotonous, endless server towers or whatever. And the kid who builds video games and stuff is just looking around, like, wow. It's just server towers. (laughs)
1: Like, I. It's cool, okay?
0: I'm into computers. I have friends who are into computers. I have friends who are way more into computers than I am. But they're not just going to stare at servers and be like, a cooling fan? Holy hell. (gasps) Damn. And so he's like, wow. And then LeBron James is like, hey, come on. Let's leave. I'm not into computers like you are. (laughs) It's like, it's just server towers. (laughs) It literally looks the same to both of you. (laughs) As though, like, the kid is looking at these server towers and is like, "I know which direction to go. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> if I know computers the way I think I know computers, we need to go this way because that's where the HDMI cable is." <laughs> like, yeah. So sorry.
1: So then they get sucked into it, and Mr. Algae Rhythm <sighs> basically kidnaps Dom, and
0: wearing what?
1: A silver denim jacket.
0: A silver double denim. He's we- he's not only wearing double denim, but the double denim is painted silver. Because yeah. he's a computer.
1: He tried to go after the Justin and Brittany look.
0: Mm-hmm. Which, honestly, if if I'm being completely honest, whenever I think of, like, if my computers were to have a physical form and had, like, a humanoid avatar or whatever that that they manifest as yeah they, they would definitely be de- wearing silver painted double denim that's yeah that's how I consider every piece of technology to always be in its truest form oh great yeah and uh, oh my gosh that that was another thing like not only was Don Cheadle's acting terrible but his
1: his costume was even worse yeah
0: his costumers his his uh whatever you call
1: Oh, his wardrobe people, they only be put
0: in jail forever. His
1: like evil halfway voiceover whenever he's feeling like especially evil, he has like this almost echo of an evil, like computerized I don't even know what it is.
0: Yeah. It's it's almost like he says this line. And then he says this line. like, And it's like plays at the same time. It's it's bizarre. It's bizarre. And it makes you uncomfortable. Um, But it's also like a, I'm sorry, were you worried that I forgot he's the villain? (laughs) (laughs) Why why are you doing this? Like, do I need to, is, is this the moment when I find out the guy who pulled a father and son apart and turned them on each other isn't? (laughs) <laughs> the stand up dude of the movie
1: um so yeah after they get pulled in and separated lebron gets to go on this little journey through warner brothers planet space thing which i actually really enjoyed this part of the movie i thought it was fun mm-hmm. um to see him you know go to hogwarts and learn that he's a hufflepuff and
0: Yeah, so um, to explain a bit more, like in order to get from where he meets Don Cheadle's character to Warner Brothers world, he has to go past all of these planets, I guess. Yeah. So I don't know. But each
1: planet is like a different Warner Brothers movie.
0: Property. Yeah. Yeah. Which I don't know if canonically they're trying to say that Warner Brothers had to travel to those planets to film like The Wizard of Oz and... And Casablanca, or if... I think once... they're more
1: just trying to toot their own horn of, look what all we've done! We have a hand in everything! Yes,
0: but, like, canonically in this story. Like, what... what I, I don't maybe think they like... thought about it as much as oh, you are no thinking way they about did. it. <laughs> but, like, maybe it's once you make a movie and you upload it into your servers, it manifests itself in as your... As a planet. As, a, as its <laughs> own planet, like... Um, but, yeah, so, like, he he flies past all these things, which there's, like, a solid minute or so of just LeBron James, like, kind of falling through space. Which I I so wish I could have been there on the day when they strapped him into some harness in front <laughs> of a green screen. just made him act like he was And they falling. just said, flail your arms and legs and scream for a while. <laughs> and then eventually... As you pass through, like, the Red Rings into the uh, Looney Tunes world, you'll flip over and sort of give us, like, a, oh, look at that sort of (laughs) look. But, like, full-on minutes of just, ah, ooh, ah, like, I wish I could (laughs) have been there on the day. It looked so great. Uh, So, yeah, then he gets to Warner Brothers Land, uh, which is desolate. There's no Looney Tunes there. And then he meets Bugs Bunny. Which, similar to the original Space Jam, as soon as he meets B- Bugs Bunny, it is very much a, oh, hey Bugs. And that's it. It's not like, hey, living cartoon, but at this point he is a cartoon <laughs> but he's himself. a cartoon, yeah. Yeah, which that is something they never did in the original, I don't think. We never see cartoon Michael Jordan.
1: I mean, they probably didn't have the technology to
0: make a cartoon <laughs> Michael Jordan <laughs> They that didn't then. have the technology to draw a bald man. They had the technology to, to draw every other Looney Tune and incorporate them into the real world, but they didn't have the technology <laughs> to draw one more guy nope. standing in front of them. Nope. Yeah, yeah. The The early 90s was a godless time. It was. <laughs> So
1: basically, he then has to start putting together a team, his dream team, because he has to beat his son in a basketball game. That's like the whole like premise is that he has to play his son and their team.
0: And he pretty much pitches a much better movie. He, <laughs> he does. pretty much takes a chalkboard and says, "What if?" Superman was on the same team as Iron Giant. That would be cool because Iron Giant looks up to Superman. So there could be like a bond and like great chemistry between those characters and Batman and King Kong. And the Looney Tunes were like, nope, you're stuck in this piece of shit. (laughs) Well,
1: and then it was just Bugs in the background. Like, I'm going to get this person and this person and this person. And LeBron, I don't know if he's clueless to what Bugs' plan is. But then they like steal Martian's ship
0: Marvin the Martian.
1: Um, I almost said uh, Martian Manhunter, which is very different. Very, but very different. They yeah. like lure him in by claiming this piece of land for Planet Earth, so he comes in and claims it for Mars.
0: Which that and... was like a classic Looney Tunes gag. Yeah, like, all you have to do to summon Marvin the Martian is just like, "It's <laughs> a, a great place for Earth." For and Earth. he's like, "Hold up, what did you say?" <laughs> So
1: they steal his ship and then they go on this adventure to go find all of the other Looney Tunes. And they find them in a whole bunch of different worlds. They find, uh, uh, I can't (laughs) even, they go to like Superman and they find Metropolis. That's where they (laughs) They, go to. They go
0: to the DC world, specifically Metropolis. And that's where they find Daffy Duck and Porky Pig. Yes. Uh, They find Roadrunner and Wile E. Coyote. In Mad Max Fury Road. Which um,
1: Dallas loved that scene because Mad Max is one of his favorite movies.
0: Yes. Um, in order to um, like keep us from scaring the kids too much or whatever, they did play hip-hop over the <laughs> Mad Max uh, scene. So I was like, this is cool. Wait, what am I hearing in the background? Screw this. <laughs> like,
1: and they found uh, Lola. Is that her name?
0: Yes, Lola Bunny. Lola yeah. Bunny
1: in uh, the Wonder Woman universe.
0: Themyscira. Um, which, yeah, that's another thing. Themyscira is not located in the DC universe.
1: Well, yeah. So,
0: Unless, for those of
1: you who have seen Wonder Woman, when she has to go through that whole like big... I guess like obstacle course race type thing yeah it's
0: like the, um, the themiscirian olympics or something yeah, like that and they find
1: lola doing that and they're like following her through it and she ends up saving them and getting permission to go play on this team and help her friends and
0: which when they show up she's like get out of here I'm i'm about to win the competition And then she loses because she has to help them. And she, like, goes to Wonder Woman. And it's, like, this weirdly emotional scene where she's like, I'm sorry, I failed you, Wonder Woman. And Wonder Woman's like, you helped your friends. That's its own kind of victory. And she was like, what? And I was like, that's... (laughs) Wow, that that seems like a huge buildup. Even though it was, like, 15 15 seconds of footage.
1: Which, this whole, like, part of the movie, obviously, is Warner Brothers kind of flexing on everything they've done. Absolutely. Which... I was okay with because it was fun to see mm-hmm. these Looney Tunes kind of like inserted into worlds that they obviously don't belong in.
0: Yeah, um, I must say. And to see say, other
1: like characters all brought in as well, I really enjoyed.
0: Of the entire movie, that was probably my favorite sequence. Because yeah. um, just to like let everyone know, they used actual footage from the original projects. So like yeah. the Mad Max Fury Road, they're using real footage. Mad Max: Fury Road footage, The Matrix. They're using real Matrix footage during um, uh, uh, Casablanca. They're using real footage from Casablanca and just inserting these characters in. Um, and uh, the
1: that's the portion where movie lovers really get to a uh, mm-hmm. love the movie because after that all wraps up, it's all just a basketball game
0: with those characters you know and love. Just standing in the background cheering.
1: Yeah, which I actually found myself kind of getting bored with the basketball game and just watching the crowd in the background to see which characters I could spot.
0: Yeah, um, so they they gather their team and they practice a little bit and surprise, surprise, none of them know how to play basketball. Which that was another thing. Was this a sequel to the first movie? Like they they, I have they no kept idea. not acting like the first movie occurred in this timeline until at some point... But then they
1: also acknowledged it?
0: At some point, Bugs Bunny was like, wait, so you want to get all the Looney Tunes together so that we can play a basketball game? That sounds familiar.
1: Or like, been there, done that, or something. Yeah, and
0: so it was like, okay, so the original movie did happen. Wait, no, it didn't. And yeah, so that was just baffling. and It really felt like they didn't get people to make decisions before rolling the cameras. Um, So uh they're not very good at basketball and then um uh, all of a sudden the basketball game is starting and as soon as it starts um they transform all of the uh looney tunes into i think it was supposed to be real life but to the audience it's just cgi it's It's a different form of animation
1: going from like hand-drawn to computerized animation. Yeah, and so
0: for me, I was like, oh, it's like they're updating the, um, like, animation style. But then it gets to LeBron James, and he goes from cartoon to...
1: To real. Real. Yeah. And I was like,
0: oh, they're trying to act like the Looney Tunes are actually a bunny and a cat and a yeah. duck. and And Granny is an actual... CGI old woman. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't get Debbie White to play. No, Betty
1: White? (laughs) Wow. She is an American treasure.
0: She's an American hero. And I disrespected her. And I apologize. And this, it's the month of July. It's the month of our country's birthday. Which means probably Betty White's birthday. (laughs) Um.
1: Uh, so the first half of the game is spent uh with lebron trying to play real life basketball and not doing very well in the video game version and then getting killed by the other team who has all these power-ups and understands that this game is very different from regular basketball because you get style points and power-ups and they're just basically wiping the floor with the Looney Tunes team,
0: and style points are horrifically more important yeah. than legitimate points. And they
1: end the first half like a thousand thirty-nine to like two or something
0: like yeah, that. Yeah, it's and it, but like style points, it's the sort of thing where like if you dunk the ball and wink at the camera as the ball goes in, instead of being worth three points, that's worth now na- that's now worth. 50 points. Like, uh, style is really it's just... A
1: big deal.
0: Whatever the <laughs> script writer was like, what do kids like? I don't know. When, when people, like, shake their booty? Yeah, sure, that'll get you uh, 7 trillion style points. Sure, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, so the points just start going up and up and up in a disgusting fashion. Yeah, <laughs>
1: like, and basically giving LeBron no hope. So none the at all. Halftime Less comes... And the Looney Tunes team goes into the locker room, and they're just, like, super depressed. Granny's, like, drinking a cocktail.
0: Yeah, and and at some point in that, uh, someone, like, takes the cocktail and splashes it into their face. And I was really hoping for the moment where their giant eyes have now been coated in alcohol. (laughs) And I wanted them to acknowledge it. (laughs) But no.
1: But then... One of the team members is like, <laughs> I have found the solution to our problems.
0: Because I the audience found... is filled with characters from every property.
1: Yes. And so they bring in, you know, the person who can save the day. They, and the audience. They tell us
0: by name who, who it is.
1: <laughs> yes. They bring in Michael Jordan. And it's Michael Jordan, guys. He's in
0: the audience. Michael Jordan.
1: Because obviously they have to call back to Space Jam 1. Yeah. And so we're sitting in the movie and Dallas just starts like smacking my leg. And he's like, oh, please let it be Michael B. Jordan. Please. That would be so funny. And then Michael B. Jordan walks Into the locker room.
0: And I I was so sure I was wrong (laughs) because they're spitting out so many Michael Jordan facts. Like, Michael Jordan, he's this tall. He's from this city. And I was like, okay, yeah. And then it comes up and it's Michael B. Jordan.
1: (laughs) And there was a line in there that said, we couldn't get Michael A. Jordan, so we had to get Michael B. Jordan. (laughs) Like, he was like plan B or something. Oh, it was so funny. And he tries to, like, really give, like, a pep talk to the team and tries to get into it. And they are just like, dude, you're Michael B. Jordan.
0: Yeah. But, like, he he straight, he, without coming right out to say it, he pretty much just says, Hey, guys, yeah, it's me, Michael B. Jordan. But, um, honestly, super excited to find out you're making a sequel to Space Jam. You know, uh, super excited to see the movie. Uh, great job. Love the first one. Keep it up for the second movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> it
1: was so funny. That was definitely one of our very favorite parts of the whole movie. <laughs> um, and then he just goes, oh, yeah, I'm going to go back to my seat now. And yeah, I'm going to go like, back to my seat now, please. guys. Good luck. goes back to the crowd.
0: Yeah, definitely uh, the, the best part. Like, the best joke for me that, like, landed the hardest. Yeah. Um, Oh, another thing. Going into this uh, basketball game. um, At some point, Don Cheadle is talking to Dom, the son. And he's like, you need to customize some characters. So let's customize characters. So if I'm not mistaken, he takes a bunch of uh, players who really exist in our world. um, And they, like, cameoed in the movie. But then Don Cheadle is like, shouldn't you make them better? And he's like, you know what? I should. So this one... Like, WNBA player. Let's hybrid her with a snake. And then another one, he's like, wait a minute. I have a pet tarantula. Let's make the next WNBA player... A tarantula. And then and maybe let's one mix time.
1: This guy with he, a bird.
0: Yeah, and then, like, there's a chance, I guess, Dom at some point, like, lit a match while also drinking water or something. But he was like, obviously, this other guy is going to be made out of water that can Wet burst fire. into flames. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, like, each of these guys are just like normal w- NBA and WNBA players who just have crazy superpowers.
1: Well, and then coming into the second half of the game. LeBron realizes that he has to let people be who they are. This is like his big like epiphany. Because like, his son is always saying, you don't ever let me, just do me. So he realizes that if they're going to win this game, he has to let the Looney Tunes be the Looney Tunes and just do whatever the heck they want.
0: Yeah, he's been forcing his son to live life the same way he does, and he's been forcing the Looney Tunes to play basketball the same way he does. And all of a sudden, he realizes a so, deep yeah. and profound lesson.
1: The second half of the game is the Looney Tunes just getting to be themselves, which I thought was kind of fun, because you got to see kind of their, like, gags, like, with Wiley Coyote when he uh, brings in that machine that, like, duplicates the balls, and then he ends up getting sucked in. It looks and... like a
0: pipe organ for launching basketballs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There was that. But then there were other things where it was like, Oh yeah, this earns you style points. You know, like if you make a basket but you do it with style, or this where you don't even make a basket, you just do something with style. (laughs) So there's like a rap battle. They don't touch the ball during the rap battle. But there's a rap rap battle. And like once Porky Pig like does the mic drop and insults this guy, the game is like That was worth, uh, I don't know, 1,700 points. What? (laughs) (laughs) Thank goodness (laughs) I'm not into basketball. Because if I was, I'm sure I would be like, that's not how the rules go. (laughs) Uh,
1: But like I had said earlier, I did feel like the the basketball game went really long. Yes. And I found myself watching the crowd because... Mm -hmm. The whole crowd is filled with different, like, movie and TV show characters. So, like, you got a lot of shots of, like, the Night King and Pennywise the Clown. And...
0: That was another thing I thought was kind of bizarre, was every time we flew through space and saw all the different planets in... There
1: was a Game of Thrones planet.
0: Yeah, so we see Game of Thrones every time we're in space. Um, One of the Looney Tunes characters is on the... Uh, game of thrones planet the night king and several white walkers are in the audience like at some point i was like does warner brothers really think that game of thrones is still in everyone's good graces (laughs) like i'm one of the very very few people who was very happy with the show as a whole but like so many people they watched that final season they were like you know what i've been a diehard fan this whole entire time but i didn't like how six episodes played out I hate everything this show has ever been, always. (laughs) And Warner Brothers was like, everybody likes a Game of Thrones reference, and kept referencing that. And I was like, guys, stop. Move them back a few rows.
1: (laughs) I really wanted to see, like, Luke and Lorelai from Gilmore Girls in the crowd somewhere, because they're also WB characters. Are they?
0: Okay. I thought that was uh, Universal.
1: You might be right, actually.
0: Okay. I... Okay, I'm, you are you're right. I'm yeah. never going to claim to know more <laughs> about Gilmore Girls than you, um, but uh, yeah, like I, I do feel like if you wanted to contact actors from older movies and be like, "Hey, we want to do like a close up of your character," we would need you to come in for ten minutes of wardrobe, and we just like put on a coat of makeup on you. Would you be willing to just gasp? As a character you played 10 years ago. I'm, I'm, I feel like a lot of people would be like, you know what, that would be really cool. But instead they got like some guy who just happens to be bald and they were like, we're going to dress you up as Mr. Freeze from Batman and Robin. Pretend that, <laughs> that somehow you could maybe be Arnold Schwarzenegger. And he was like, um, okay.
1: (laughs) The Flintstones were also in the crowd as well. The
0: Flintstones, yeah. Uh, The the Droogs from A Clockwork Orange were there. Yeah. A couple of War Boys from uh, Mad Max. Um, When the audience arrives and, like, everyone's running in, we see some gremlins. Um, We see... Okay, one thing that I honestly kind of thought was lazy the iron giant was there
1: Mm -hmm. which was
0: cool however the iron giant in the movie the iron giant is fully built the iron giant in this movie his hip was still like wire framework and i think like somewhere else was like framework and stuff like he wasn't finished being constructed which means they used the CGI model that was built specifically for Ready Player One. Uh-huh, they did not make their it. own Iron Giant because he's still got that framework. Because in the Ready Player One story, H has not finished building the Iron Giant. She's still working on it. Um, and so, yeah, when I first saw Iron Giant, I was like, oh, awesome. And then watching the movie, I was like, wait, why are framework? There's only one reason... He would be Iron Framework. You guys are just pulling your CGI build from a different movie you already made. And so that kind of felt like...
1: Which, are they really going to spend the effort to, like, build it out? It's not really a main part of the movie. It's
0: not, but with all of the... That that was... It felt like um, just one more detail. Because I did think, all throughout this movie a lot of the computer animation was not quite there. Yeah. Several times... They cut
1: a lot of corners with their animation. Yeah.
0: um, You see that... A lot of times I saw that in faces. Yeah. There's a moment uh, at the end when uh, they're actually... They've tied the game or or main characters are winning or something like that and Don Cheadle's like, oh, don't think you guys are gonna win and he transforms into... I... mega version of right. I don't what know was that? Um, but all of a sudden he's still Don Cheadle but now he's CGI it almost felt like it was supposed to feel like Mark Ruffalo playing Professor Hulk in Endgame where it's like yeah. clearly it's the same face but it's CGI so we were able to like sort of manipulate it make it a bit bigger something like that but when Hulk's mouth moves in Endgame it's like yeah the, the sound I'm hearing is coming from that mouth right there as soon as Don Cheadle turned CGI and kept talking, it felt like seeing Dwayne Johnson in The Scorpion King, the the <laughs> oh so bad in the Mummy sequel, like <laughs> where it's like oh this is terrible. Don't ever try to animate a face ever again. <laughs> like,
1: so yeah, basically, underdogs come back and win. The Looney Tunes
0: buckets of style.
1: Well, and before the end of the game, the sun decides to join the looney tunes team and they all turn against don Cheadle's team and they win the game and
0: do you remember game time or maybe chronos chrono they they brought in another player it was like oh, game time yeah, and he can yeah. like slow down time mm-hmm. but he doesn't use that time to actually score points he uses it to like screw with people like he's quicksilver in an x-men movie
1: yeah (laughs) yeah so the bad guys lose the good guys win they get to go back to the real world and be reunited as a family oh
0: but in order to win the game bugs bunny has to do a move that we've established glitches the game but not only glitches the game but deletes that character so they win the game and they're like oh my gosh thank you and and yeah bugs decides to do the move and so they look down, and he's like glitching out, and like starting to die. It looks like he just went through chemo. <laughs> like he looks like he's legit dying. And it, I wasn't sad. I was more just like, what? Why are you making this so hard to watch? Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah. So they get back to the real world, and LeBron sends his son to E three camp.
1: A gaming coder camp yeah, instead of basketball camp.
0: I've been to E3, and it's really cool. Like You get to see a bunch of like games coming out, but that's not how anything works. Like people who want to design video games, they're not taught how to design video games by the thing that shows them off. Like There's never been a moment where I'm like, you know what? I really want to write comic books. And people are like, well, then you need to go to San Diego Comic-Con camp. <laughs> like, that's not how it works.
1: <laughs> and then Bugs shows up just after LeBron drops his son off and...
0: In the real world.
1: Yeah, he's like, in the real world. He's just fine.
0: It, yep. And and when LeBron is like, how did this happen? He's like, I, I've had pianos dropped on my face before. <laughs>
1: like, and he talks about just staying with them and then bringing the whole crew to stay with them and... Then the movie's
0: done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, thank goodness. Yeah. Finally, the movie's done. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah. I think overall, this movie probably will not age well. Oh, my uh, gosh.
0: That's, yeah. They but... kept making so many jokes <laughs> that are funny on July 18th, 2021. Yeah. Like uh, At some point, um, Don Sheetle's talking about, like, your dad left you. That's all he does is he leaves. Remember the time when he left this team, and then he left this team, and then he left this team a second time, and then now he's with the Lakers? uh, And it was like, did you really just, like, say exactly what team he's on? Because as soon as he trades one more time, it's a dated reference.
1: (laughs) Right. And...
0: I mean, as I said before, the Game of Thrones references are already dated.
1: I will say, um, I think people who liked the first Space Jam will probably like the second one just out of pure nostalgia.
0: Well, out of pure nostalgia and also, um, if you think the first Space Jam is legitimately a good movie, this second one's more than capable of tricking you into thinking the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I Like, Space Jam 1 is atrocious it is so bad <laughs> like if you don't believe me um i would say re-watch it but i've seen you monsters in action it won't convince you otherwise it's a terrible movie and you're still just like no that should have gotten best picture that year <laughs> like you guys are <laughs> out of your minds um okay so a couple points i've been wanting to make um early on in the movie during the uh board meeting where um uh we first meet um algae rhythm and they they pitch this idea and stuff um there's like the the person from warner brothers and then we have sarah silverman and we have uh uh believe it's steven Yoon, but uh the guy from he's in walking dead he's in um Uh, that, uh, Korean film that won all the Oscars. Minari? Do you remember the movie I'm talking about? I don't. Oh my gosh, really? Um, but, uh, yeah, so, big established actor, and they keep talking about, like, oh, yeah, we have such big franchises, like, you know, Game of Thrones, and then they have this actor on screen, and I'm like, okay, so, am I supposed to believe that that's the actor who's in Game of Thrones? Or does Game of Thrones not exist in this universe? Or is that legitimately Glenn, the guy who's fought zombies? (laughs) Like, like, what is going on? Um, So, yeah, just knowing what is and is not canon in this universe was impossible. Um, You overthink it. (laughs) Oh, and yeah, like, I knew I was going... very early on I knew I was going to hate this movie so then I was like let's hold nothing back let's raise the bar (laughs) and absolutely crucify you guys for everything you get wrong so here goes (laughs) so yeah Don Cheadle's acting garbage LeBron's acting was adorably bad at some point, like when his, his sons are on the basketball court, then the mom comes and she's like, come on, guys, let's go back inside. I made like meatballs or macaroni and cheese or something. And then it cuts to a close up of, Le- of LeBron just going, oh, my favorite. <laughs> like, like there were so many moments where he would, his reactions were terrible. When he first meets Algie Rhythm, they're like standing on this just vague Computery landscape. Yeah, and all of a sudden, like algae Rhythm comes in, his face is all like huge and scary, and like his son turns around and is like, ah! and LeBron turns around and goes, ah, oh, <laughs> so bad, so terrible. Oh. Like the son looks frightened and startled, and LeBron looks like the director said, turn turn around on the ground green screen stage and uh, freak out, and he was like, okay. Oh no, oh no, look, it's a big face looking at me. <laughs> like... I
1: feel like the director of this movie was just like, yeah, it's LeBron. LeBron will do as LeBron does, so I'm not gonna direct him. I'm not gonna ask for a second take on anything. And it's like, hey, LeBron, just roll out of bed and say these lines that are on this paper. Like, it was so bad.
0: Yeah, Um, another thing on Toon World, like I said, it's desolate. There's no tunes there except for Bugs Bunny. And so LeBron's like, what happened? Where are all the other tunes?" And Bugs Bunny is like, well, that terrible, awful, no-good trickster, Algie Rhythm came, made them an offer that sounded fairly nice, so they all got on a rocket ship and abandoned me. They flew away from Toon World. Like, just a bunch of dirty little bastards. Just evil, evil people. They left Toon World. Can you believe that? They they flew away from Toon World. Ugh. You know what? I should call my friend Marvin the Martian, who lives on a rocket ship and regularly flies away from Toon World. He's a great guy. I love him. <laughs> Wait, is being able to fly away from Toon World good or bad? <laughs> like, so, yeah, like seeing them get on the rocket ship and leave like it's it's supposed to just make you like oh i can't imagine such a terrible thing and then marvin the martian flies in and everyone's like marvin you beautiful bastard what you doing here how you doing how's your wife like yeah i really feel like uh the reason why they put so many people into the background of that basketball game was really to just distract me from paying any attention to your nonsensical plot you're just garbage plotline that you barely uh figured out um back in the real world they have this friend malik or something who like brought them to the meeting but then as soon as they leave he's like oh no i lost lebron and his son as though he's responsible <laughs> for lebron and his son and then malik is like i'm gonna have to answer to his wife and then the wife shows up she's like you got some splaining to do before i kill you and it's like Ma'am, you know you're married to a grown man, right? (laughs) Like, you should be able to get to and from Warner Brothers Studios without a babysitter. But, like, by the end of the movie... And he, like,
1: celebrates with them like he's family at the end. Like, is he family?
0: In that moment, as soon as he hugged, I thought to myself, I have not been this confused as to whether or not a character is a member of a family as I was since uh, Rocky... Or, no, uh, uh, Sparky was only kind of part of the racer family in Speed Racer. (laughs) (laughs) You remember Sparky? The Australian man who for some reason lives with the racer family? (laughs) Um, Yeah, so that was just all bizarre. One thing that once I realized that was sort of what the plot was going for, I was like, you know what, that is actually kind of interesting. Is the idea that um, in this day and age, like, you know parents have expectations uh the you know school can get difficult um friends can be overly critical Uh, all these things can happen and a lot of times kids start turning to video games because video games are the one place where the entire objective is either to just have fun or they're really good at telling you what you did well i play a lot of modern warfare and one thing i love about modern warfare is that Sometimes I win, sometimes I lose, but then there are those times where it's like, you were on the losing side, but your KD spread was positive, which means I killed more than I died. And so then I'm able to come out of this game thinking, you know what, my team lost, but I did well. Or every time you get like a nice headshot or things like that, it's constantly like, that was a great headshot, or um, you can simply get an award for just making a comeback. So if you got killed like four or five times in a row with no kills, once you get a kill, then the game says, "Oh, that was a comeback kill." And so, uh, and I feel like a lot of kids these days turn to video games because video games are are um, quick to tell you you did a good job, or. They just want you to have fun. Um, and so, yeah, when this kid, like, his dad starts being overly critical and he was like, you know what? Screw this. I want to go into a video game where at least I feel appreciated. I was like, all right, that's that's a nice little, like, nod where it's like, your kid isn't just wrapped up in video games because he thinks it's the most important thing ever. He likes being appreciated for once. And so uh, that was um, a surprisingly nice plot detail in an overwise in an otherwise ridiculous garbage movie. Yes. Um, So, yeah. Um,
1: So overall,
0: overall, do
1: you give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down?
0: Oh my gosh, I I give this such a strong thumbs down. I thought this movie was absolute garbage. Um, One thing, um, I did find one piece of trivia on IMDb. That I thought was interesting. Warner Brothers, when they were coming up with the idea of making a sequel to Space Jam, uh, Warner Brothers also had ideas for Skate Jam, Golf Jam, and Race Jam, but they were all dis- discarded. So they so Skate Jam would have centered around race uh, skating, Golf Jam would have centered around golf, Race Jam would have uh, centered around I think NASCAR racing or something like that. But instead, they they stuck with Space Jam, which centers around the the sport of Space. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I I do wonder if anyone was ever like, hey, what if we called it Basketball Jam? Because you know how they're playing basketball? And instead they were like, no, we're calling it Space Jam.
1: Because it happens in space.
0: Because of all the space we go to. I thought we went into the computer servers of computers.
1: Cyberspace.
0: it's Okay, yeah, it's cyberspace. And in the first movie, it's like... No, the first movie takes place in space. No, it doesn't. There are aliens, but they come to Earth. And then we have to go to Toon World, which is in the center of the Earth. But, yeah. But none...
1: Space Jam sounds cooler than Earth Jam.
0: You know what? <laughs> oh, that was another thing. I was expecting them to do, like, a cool remixed version of the Space Jam song.
1: Yeah, where was that?
0: You're, you're making a Space Jam movie, but you're not using the song Space Jam?
1: that was a great 90s song
0: never during this movie experience was i told that it was time to get up it's time to slam now it's i I forget the lyrics yeah yeah very very disappointed that's why i'm giving it a thumbs down it's because because they
1: didn't have the space jam (laughs) song i was never
0: told that it was time to get up um so yeah What, what do you give it what is your rating
1: I think overall, my personal rating is a thumbs down. Uh, but like I said earlier, I do think there are people out there that would enjoy this. Um, because not everybody, first of all, thinks about movies as deeply as we do. And yeah. second of all, there are a lot of people who really enjoyed the first one. And out of pure nostalgia will like the second one.
0: Yeah. If, if you like the first Space Jam, you're definitely dumb enough to like the second one. Um, all right. So... Um, Again, thank you so much for listening in. If uh, you're listening in on uh, one specific um, platform and you're like, I hate this platform, though, just to let you know, we are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Google Podcast, and Radio Public. All of them. Everywhere. Uh, If you're willing and able, we do ask. Please be willing to uh, give us a review. Um, Submit that. Uh, subscribe to our podcast. That'd be huge for us. Um, and leave us a comment. Um, I don't know how literally anything works, but uh, I'm told that reviews, subscriptions, and comments um, add to our popularity on the algorithm. Uh,
1: on the algorithm. On the, the algae
0: rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, at this point, we don't have um, any advertisements or products to plug Um but uh But
1: thanks for listening.
0: Yeah, thanks for listening. Is there is there any product that you want to plug? Nah. No? Okay. Um I'm gonna say skull candy. Hey guys, go buy skull candies. Skull candies are so nice. We get no money from skull candy, but they're they're a solid product. (laughs) All right. Um I think that's all from the real couple. And we will talk to you guys again very, very soon. Thank you. And we love you. But only in a creepy way.